0: The following may contain offensive language, adult humor, and or content that some viewers may find offensive. The views and opinions expressed by any one speaker does not explicitly or necessarily reflect or represent those of Mark Radelidge or W2M Network. Please listen with caution or don't listen at all. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to a Radilogium Broadcasting premiere podcast, Damn You Hollywood. And here's your host, Robert Winfrey. Yay!
1: Hello, everyone. <laughs> and you know what? We have a short show this evening. <laughs> do as the critic does. <laughs>
0: How short is it going to be, Robert?
1: I'm not playing (laughs) your games, Mark.
0: This day, you know what? I'll do it for you. Um, plot synopsis. There's a nun, there's a girl with a demon. Please stop the girl girl gets exercised. Uh the movie's over. Um And that's it. Plugs. (laughs) (laughs) Plugs. Uh go check out Robert's MMA and wrestling coverage. Go check out Jason's football (laughs) thing. Go check out my only fans. Good night, everybody. (laughs) You know, Mark, you joke. (laughs) <laughs>
1: but you and i both know you're about three weeks away from starting an OnlyFans.
0: you know i was on tiktok today and there's so many of uh, there's so many people doing tiktoks of like them taking a picture of like their wife's feet you know to pay bills and i tell you i'm this close this close you i uh,
1: mean there's a lot of... look gentlemen we all know that hang on before before i say what i'm about to say i need to understand jason teasley is here with us jason how you doing
2: Uh, I'm here and yes, I have taken pictures. I thought we was all on board with already taking pictures of our wife's or significant other's feet.
0: I think more importantly, Jason, are you on board with the damn you Hollywood OnlyFans page that Robert and I have been uh, mapping out? (laughs) Yeah, but see,
2: um, yeah, I I, I was just going to start at Only Dads where it's just me shirtless grilling and cutting grass and giving advice. That's part of it.
0: Why don't you join our thing? But you can mm-hmm. like the content can stay the same. Like I'm not married to any one concept for a damn you Hollywood only fans. You have to understand how this is gonna work. Like
1: we all know who in the network is gonna be posting the illicit stuff. We don't have to name names. We all know who. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mark. <laughs> among, I've others, <laughs> among others. Tribute. Among others. Let's true. not pretend he's the only one. Facts. Jason's gonna be doing the Jason's gonna be doing the dad stuff. Mm-hmm. he will not be the only one but he can do that and then yep. interspersed in this is going to be me <laughs> doing, I this is the question, doing I stuff that do. is of no relevance to
2: anything that anyone is there for yeah this, uh, that's what I was curious about um, how do you contribute to this Robert because I have it I have Neg- Robert's angle negatively. Robert, I, have, negatively. <laughs>
0: I have Robert's angle Robert in his, in his ever over the years that we've been friends and we've been doing this I've always referred to him as Sam the Sam the Eagle of the Rattle Legend <laughs> Broadcasting Network, so Robert is going to like secondhand judge other people's OnlyFans stuff and <laughs> negatively all the time, <laughs> just uh, just just criticizing it. It's like, hmm. you know,
2: no, you know how like these some of these girls have like you can submit certain yeah. things. Yeah, that we're we're just going to have people submit clips to Robert and <laughs> just to have him judge.
0: Them. Oh God, Robert's going to do penis ratings.
2: Yes, oh. <laughs> yes. Yes! yes. <laughs> Woo! I don't know. look out. If you want to try and do
1: that, I will give you three stock <laughs> clips. I will record three generic reviews, uh-huh. and you yep. just cycle through them for whoever sends anything in.
0: That that works for me. Definitely. That works. Yeah, that, we can okay. do that. I'm glad we're not having this in public, and people won't know how the magic is you know, is made.
1: Oh, no. Ninety. Look, any top earner on OnlyFans is actually farming out the majority of their interactions to other people. Oh, no. I'm sorry. You're all <laughs> stupid and think
0: that, think that magic is real. Idiots. What are we talking about tonight, Mr. Uh, Judge My Penis? So we went for we went. You don't want me to judge. Hold on, hold on.
1: I'm I'm warning you on this, Mark. I'm seriously warning you. You don't want me. You don't want to
2: go there with me. (laughs) Don't tip mine. Do not not tip Mark because that could lead down a very dark path that you may never (laughs) recover from.
0: What are we talking about tonight, Robert?
1: One, you'd need a much better camera than you have access to, so the resolution could be high enough.
0: My resolution is just fine. I just don't record it 1080p. Not for that. (laughs) How, How do you know? My 1080p camera is just fine for people to see publicly my genitalia. However, that is not what we're here to discuss. The camera or my genitalia, contrary to popular opinion. What are we talking about tonight, Robert, for the third fucking time?
1: Well, I was hoping cauliflower. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You don't even get eggplant.
0: You get cauliflower. Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. I warned you. (laughs) I would like to think more of myself as a dill pickle. You can think
1: of yourself however you want.
0: Well, you don't In know firsthand my genitalia? Do I need to get my wife out here? Who's into your wife? Told me. Yeah, she did not. Your wife, my wife don't talk you to you on the bet? internet. Yeah.
1: You sure you want Mark? I don't make bets. I can't win. When does my wife talk to you? How, I, I'm still.
2: Going, I'm still. <laughs> I mean, I'm still is, since we started color
0: joking,
1: color. A, since we started joking about this, I knew I would need ammunition.
0: So I'm, I'm you asked still, ask my wife about, about my genitalia.
2: I'm just no. I'm just saying. <laughs> Can we please move this on? I'm for it more like a butternut squash.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we really need to restart this episode. <laughs> we got off on the wrong foot here.
0: This is the weirdest opening we've ever done. It helps, as she said. By the way. So, all also right. title of "Your Sex Tape." I'm oh. begging you to move this on, as Are per you? usual. Yes. Or sure. do we not do we hate this movie this is this, is this literally Here, I've got some charts and <laughs> please. My my god, since like Pixels maybe have we hated a movie this much that we're avoiding talking about it this badly?
1: It's up there. Wasn't there an Adam Sandler movie we reviewed after Pixels or not? I think it was Pixels, yeah. It might have been because like ever
2: uh, since this, been
0: Netflix crap.
2: This is this is bordering a uh, pet cemetery remake. It's up there.
0: Yeah, I wasn't was on that a, one to wrangle you fucking cats, you know, and get, and get the review done. It wouldn't done. have mattered. We <laughs> are was... literally almost 10 minutes into this.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and we're more in- enjoyable than the last 30 minutes of the film.
0: Fuck you no. both. We're discussing so... Pray for the Devil this evening. Yes. Pray...
2: Tonight we are discussing
1: four... Uh, it was originally The Devil's Light, that it was Pray for the Devil. It's had its release date shuffled around three different times, four different times if you if that's in the indicator and guys if you change the title of your movie then have to bump it back again and again like you start with a title and a release date and then you change the release date then you change the title and the release date and the release date again everyone knows this
0: sucks everyone so, knows
1: this movie's crap
0: all right of so, the devil is a 2022 american supernatural horror film directed by daniel Stam. daniel stamm for those of you who don't know uh he did 13 sins the last exorcism which he's most um known for prior his directorial debut was a necessary death and then he did two short films before that he's done a couple of television episodes um one for scream one for fear of the walking dead one for them nothing of great note here um the i
1: don't know how this guy made a movie worse than the last Exorcism*. <laughs>
0: I, actually, first...
1: I actually don't hate the last exorcism uh, i know people dislike the ending and i understand why it, it works for me personally but
0: the film it stars is... jacqueline byers colin salmon christian navarro okay. Lisa Palfri, no
1: no one's coming out of this movie better
0: <laughs> nicholas and ralph no virginia one. madison and the late ben cross uh, this was dedicated to his memory and um yeah all right came out last week so the and, plot so, of this thing. Well, before before you get into <laughs> okay. the plot, this, this film does deal with exorcisms, and I did want to give you your time here, allegedly. Yeah, I think there were two interesting points that you and I were discussing in our group chat prior to going live tonight, which is one, the actual like his history of real exorcisms, two, how they are represented on screen, and you know two, two a why there isn't a good representation of exorcisms on screen in all the years we've been doing exorcism movies.
1: You can, you can count the number of good exorcism movies on one hand.
2: Three fingers. I,
1: I was going to say, if you're going to go further, I was going to defy you to name six.
2: <laughs> I was going to say three fingers, because I, th- I could think of three. All
1: right, so what are your three?
2: Emily Rose. All right.
1: The original Exorcist. I'm telling. I'm warning you, Mark. Don't do this. <laughs> you don't want to do
2: this with me. And I'm trying. I don't know. I mean, the the third one. Huh. That's a. I mean, I'm struggling to find the third one. Um, hmm.
0: All like right, I well- said,
2: you could probably get three fingers deep. Uh, maybe two knuckles.
0: i just want to give a visual representation i have no part to play in this conversation please continue robert
1: i am so tempted to inflict upon you in the future a couple of different films by lars von Trier that will ruin all of these jokes for you
0: just ruin challenge accepted but not tonight
1: you don't want all right moving on i'll end that joke for you just for Mm -hmm. the record completely (laughs) ended yes sir so It does somewhat amaze me that when we think of classic films, if we go back to the 70s or even, you know, again, classics is a loose term here, right? There's a lot of classic films. But if you think about the era in which, you know, the 70s, when The the Exorcist came out, if you think of all the other subgenres of films that we got true classics out of that era, whether that's the Godfather or the Deer Hunter or whatever, you, you can pick your poison.
0: Deliverance.
1: Blackula. Two very different answers there, but <laughs> fair enough.
0: Scream Blackula, scream. Coffee. Black Mama, White Mama. I'm sorry, we went Jackie in completely the direction. Jackie Brown. Truck Turner. Cornbread, Earl, and me.
2: Sted. Superfly.
1: <laughs> Superfly. Sweet, right. sweet, sweet,
0: sweet, sweetbacks. Badass. That's, 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 that's revenge. <laughs> Dolomites.
2: <laughs> shaft. Shaft. Goes, shaft
0: goes to Africa.
2: <laughs> that would
1: be the title of your sex tape. Hey, now. Please continue. To make the a very obvious joke. Yeah. But I mean, whatever you happen to choose there, I guarantee you, in the intervening years between then and now, you have movies that have come out in those genres and subgenres that have either definitively eclipsed, or at least in the conversation, with greatest in that subgenre since then. Look at The Godfather. Have we had we've had gangster movies? If you want to go with that as the distinction for The Godfather, there are gangster movies that are at least in the, that are in the conversation, if not superior to The Godfather. There are war movies that are in the same conversation, if not outright superior to The Deer Hunter. For some reason, if you want to argue that there are there have been better horror movies than The Exorcist since The Exorcist, I agree. There has not been a better Possession slash Exorcism movie than The Exorcist since The Exorcist. And I'm not sure why oh. no one else can kind of crack the formula here about what makes these stories scary. But for some reason, no one can. And we're left with perpetually more and more derivative crap that leans into occasional body horror, bad jump scares, and more often than not, despite the utter hypocrisy within the sentiment of very anti-religious stories. And that's the kind of sad history of of possession (laughs) cinema. And it's, again, it's sad more than anything else. There's no reason we can't have created. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's not this hard. Yeah, I mean the the third,
2: just to throw the third out, I would probably say devil inside.
0: Uh, it's a charitable call, but okay. So, why do you think they struggle? First of all, like, talk a little bit about because you mentioned it before about like real exorcisms and why there's such a difficulty in getting a good picture of a real exorcism on screen well in the case of pure reality
1: you have to understand something before, with what i'm about to say my particular religious uh beliefs uh and i only bring this up because it's relevant to what i'm about to say most real exorcisms aren't that interesting
0: okay what do you mean by that
1: uh if you forgive the theological aspect of what i'm about to say here exorcisms done by the Catholic Church. I'm going to get in trouble with the Catholics for saying this. Okay, If you want to understand the great theological divide between my religious beliefs, I'm LDS, and the Catholics, we are the only two churches that actually claim to carry priesthood authority. Now, my theological belief system obviously dictates that we have it and they don't. If you don't actually have power and authority to act in God's name, then... Contrary forces are not beholden to you. If you do have power and authority to act in God's name, they have no choice but to concede. Not that complicated. (laughs) Okay. Now, again, some of this is, you're going to get all kinds of different stories from people about this, and this is just my experience, my perspective, and you are welcome to disagree with me. I'm not here to preach. (coughs) But a again a real exorcism is not nearly as complicated as the catholic church would have you believe because they wind up going through a bunch of histrionics now if you look at the history of if we look at the purely historical side of things and exorcisms within the catholic church yeah they're they can be very they're documented they can be uh drawn out affairs they can be pretty brutal and I don't mean like, phys- I don't just mean like, you know, smacking or torture or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, just long and grueling and uh, brutal in that sense. And I think the fundamental problem that the vast majority of people trying to tell possession stories run into is most of them don't actually believe. And if you're trying to approach, if you try to approach this kind of story without on some level committing to the notion that good and evil exist in absolutes rather than your moral relativism then it falls apart it becomes a bad parable
0: can i suggest that maybe there's an even easier explanation and that is they are trying to take something that by your own admission is not particularly visually stimulating and make it so because the purpose of this is to entertain so they're building a scene I mean, here's the other thing. I don't know how many exorcism movies exist outside of the horror genre either. So when when making a horror movie and telling an exorcism story, the exorcism scenes have to be uh, scary. They have Over to the be, top. Yeah, they they have they have to be visually stimulating in a way that engages the audience. And so I think they're, they're I think this is what we were saying with the Dahmer story where I'm sure things were embellished, but they were embellished for the purposes of making an engaging story and putting something on screen that people would wanna watch, not necessarily to upset the survivors of this thing, the relatives and whatnot, um, or in this case, to be disrespectful to the practice of exorcism or the Catholic church.
1: Yeah, I, again, like this is, uh, with the Dahmer thing in particular, just for, um, I'm all, whenever something like this comes up, I always remember one of the things that Spielberg said when he was making uh, Schindler's List, because he had consultants on there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, including some of the people, you know, some of these Schindler Jews, and they were talking with him about some of the set design and some of what had happened. And then, like, this isn't accurate. Mm-hmm. You know, it was more like, and his response at a certain point became, "I'm not making a documentary." Right. Trust me on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but when you're when you're adapting that, even if it's a true mm-hmm. story, there's going to be stuff like that. I, I get sure. that. I think there's a, again, I think there's another, because this fundamentally the stories that you deal with when you're dealing with exorcisms, it is as the exorcist itself does. It's the clash of good and evil at, at a very mm-hmm. fundamental level. And there's a lot of people, especially a lot of creative types who don't believe in that. They right. don't believe in moral absolutes. Yes. They believe, again, they're, they believe in moral relativism. They tend to have postmodernist views of the world and And it's it doesn't lend itself to this kind of story, because ultimately what you wind up with is something like we get here, which is not about good and evil. It's a it's a bad story about, well, here's how we overcome trauma.
0: I was going to say, I think there's also like a feminist bent to this. Oh, huge. yeah, yeah, I I think this is I think if you were to really nail down, if you had to pick a theme and you can't say exorcisms or, or religion, I think this is mostly about feminism. This is this is mostly about an area of um professionalism an area of, of a profession that has been denied women and a woman overcoming those boundaries and those barriers and able to ascend to that position um and we can kind of get into why this movie doesn't do a very good job with that and it falls into a lot of modern traps with telling about telling the story of a woman that overcomes and succeeds where only men have succeeded but just if you could wrap up your point about like why there's difficulties with exorcisms on screen, and then we can move into the plot.
1: Uh, I think the last thing that is that, that becomes difficult, and this movie falls... This is one of those things that shouldn't be difficult about it, but atmosphere is very important. And this movie has no atmosphere. It has a billion jump scares rather than actually like building tension. You need to be able to build tension because... Mm-hmm. These stories more than more than most, you need to build. There needs to be escalating tension rather than, yeah again, jump scares in the traditional sense. <clears throat> the other problem uh, the other problem is character. like the only a giant part of the reason the Exorcist works is because you don't want to see that poor, sweet girl put through that, like you're worried about her, right. You care about the priest's journey to rediscovering his faith as he's in the midst of a crisis of faith while going through this. Right. Like the characters matter more than in, I mean, they always should, but there's no spectacle attached to these to kind of compensate. And when you, consequently, when your characters are flat, everything falls really flat.
0: All right. So it sounds like we're, we're moving away from <clears throat> sort of the histories of exorcism and then the, the failure of Hollywood to capture the magic of such. So let's get into the plot.
1: Well, and just last bit on the history of it. It, it is kind of a relatively new phenomenon. Like you don't see much discussion of exorcisms prior to the exorcist, the, uh, the novel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like they exist, but they're kind of just, you know, a weird footnote. It's a little okay. bit like how, you know, certain uh, zombie, or early zombie archetypes made people more like, people knew that voodoo you know that's a weird religion and then uh the rainbow and the serpent comes out i believe that was what it was i believe that was the name of the book and suddenly you know hey zombies because originally zombies are voodoo uh come from the you know, voodoo witch doctors who were able to create zombies
0: it, it is an interesting phenomenon in culture that you know things that are a relatively small part of a bigger thing and then somebody gloms onto it, makes a movie about it, and it becomes ingrained in the culture to the point where, like you just brought up zombies, you would have to have done some research and really read into these things to know that that's where it came, came from, because we're still obsessing over zombies to this day. And, I mean, yeah. you know, same thing with exorcisms here. People keep, keep people keep taking a crack at this, and it's a, it's ingrained now in, into the cultural uh, fabric, but from what you're saying, it's it's not even that big of a deal in, in, in the church in which it's done.
1: Not real. I mean, you get a better if you're interested in something a bit more. Um, I hate to say true to life because that's really not the way to consider this. But if if you're interested in a take on this that's a again slightly more grounded in reality when it comes to procedures and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. The television show *Evil*, which I yeah, on like I come back I go back and forth on that, but it's. Uh, it, it deals with this in some respects, and my issues with that show aside, it t- because it takes an episodic approach to kind of inv- uh, uh, investigating occult and supernatural stuff. It it doesn't try to make everything about just the exorcism, and that helps right. a lot. And that at least for that one, it, it does help a lot. And yeah, I'm I want to come back to the, I want to come back to the point where no we do the
0: questions. craft review about sometimes it's 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 not about the Ghostbusters <clears> Proton Pack; it's about the people. So we'll come back to that in a minute. Go ahead, Jason.
2: I just want to say, if you watch Supernatural, that's a good thing for uh, demon and zombie, pos- uh, demon possessions as well, how to get rid of them. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, but my, my problem with this real quick is I think that a lot of the movies, especially here in the, the latter part of the 2000s, is a society-based thing they don't want to be offensive to any one particular group. So Mm -hmm. they try to tiptoe around it rather than shine an actual light on the practice and stuff. So they want to kind of, they kind of want to shine the positive light rather than the, the fear and the, like the actual procedures they want to, uh, Dramatize it to the point where they want to be PC, not offensive, but try to try to tiptoe that line of you know embellishing, but not so much to be offensive.
0: All right, get into the plot, Robert.
1: All right, so we primarily follow a nun. Not in training? I forget exactly, but no, she's just
0: a nun. Yeah, she's a nun. the training is when they start to, is when they start teaching her something about exorcisms, and then she sort of takes the ball and runs with it.
1: Well, I, I'm aware of that, but okay. I, I forget if, I, I just forget whether or not she was actually like a full nun because if she was, there's issues here to be had. a, with. a lot. Like if I if I was Catholic, I'd be mildly offended by the portrayal of nuns just because like <laughs> some of the stuff she does like this is not what nuns. do. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I, look. There's nude nuns with big guns. There's this. I mean, pick your pick your fight. Uh, <laughs> moving I, on. Any you know, chance? I, any I any a, chance? Like any chance I can to put a nude nuns with big guns reference into a podcast? I'm taking it. It's a terrible movie. Like that's it's, not even. It's that it's is not gotta not be even, the most. That is the most uncomfortable rape scene I've ever seen in any movie. And boy, have I seen a lot. Oh of Oh my scenes. god. Oh only, my god. Only because it's so badly acted the whole is just a... look
2: let's let's <laughs> keep it going I... it's bad when i'm the one that's putting this back on track
0: check out screen Rant's top 10 rape scenes in the history of cinema no i'm just kidding oh
1: my god <laughs> sure it ex- Lord, i would bet you that exists <laughs> go ahead robert if not mark is now going to assemble said list and publish it for all of your
0: consumption if i can get it yeah if i can get it on screen rant absolutely
1: you want to pretend the screen? You could get that published in the New York Times these days. <laughs> New York Times, for, former publication. Former, right. uh, a former newspaper, yeah. So we follow a nun. Um, I'm a
0: tumor, I'm a tumor, I'm a tumor. <laughs> uh,
1: Sister Anne, as she... We origi- we open with a flashback to her as a child when she was abused by her mentally ill mother who she's convinced was possessed. As she talks with a... Sec- a, a psychiatrist or psychologist it's never made clear which one while she is in she has been temp- currently assigned to a facility in boston that deals with uh, ca- alleged cases of possession where they bring people in they screen them medically they screen them psychologically to try and determine if this is if it's appropriate to proceed with uh, exorcism rights or if these are just mentally ill people who need proper medication important distinction mm. um As Anne is kind of going about her duties, she likes sneaking into lectures where she shouldn't be because she's a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. And is researching, and things take a turn the first time she is kind of attacked by one of the patients who just dances with her with the worst CGI tongue hanging out as we get strobe light effects, (laughs) and it's just... Uh, it's just not a good scene um, she has history with this particular with uh, a particular demonic entity that is allegedly possessing a 10 year old girl so they begin looking into this she is granted extra privileges because of this connection she witnesses an attempted exorcism of the little girl it doesn't actually go that well but she kind of participates and helps it kind of makes things easier but she's but then you have to understand mark then the man decides to keep her down Goddamn right uh, and she is reminded of her duties and her place and then her fellow upstart pre- priests uh, <laughs> uh, a, a, another priest there goes you know we can prove that you're right about this that the victims are important more so than the demons don't you understand our crappy allegory i can make it clearer because my sister don't you understand? She was raped and then was uh, got pregnant because of it, and then lost the child. And now, now she's been possessed. And if we can help her heal from these wounds, it will prove to them that your that your theories are correct, and you'll be vindicated. Vindicated, Mark. You will stand atop the corpse of the patriarchy. <laughs> So they go try to perform an unauthorized exorcism, and it doesn't go that well, but nothing truly bad happens. And she then talks with this priest and reveals that during a drunken escapade when she was 15, she had sex and got pregnant and gave the child up for adoption. And if you can't see where the setup and payoff freshman level writing <laughs> is going here, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. You must be a child. They go back, feeling that they have accomplished their mission, only to discover that, no, the priest's sister killed herself not too long after that, because the exorcism was improperly performed, don't you understand? The demon retreated, but was not expelled. And then rather than deal with any further complications, like, you know what, let's just end it. (laughs) Uh, Sister Anne is troubled by this and decides, you know what, this is not the place for me. I wish to go back to my gardening at the other convent. And everyone goes i think that would be for the best (laughs) and you can just tell there was a line where somebody in that room said and make me a sandwich before you go that was cut (laughs) (laughs) so she returns to the convent only to be informed later that this 10 year old girl who they thought was you know better is now much worse and killed people most interesting part of this movie potentially happened off screen <laughs> <laughs> killed people in an ambulance ride and has invited sister Anne back for a final confrontation because this ten year old girl um, Natalie I believe is actually the the daughter that she had given up after being uh, and now she and this is all about her don't you understand mark do you understand it's all about her <coughs> So she goes back and a couple of more priests die, but no one cares because at least one of them was a white guy and there's a confrontation with the demon and she voluntarily accepts possession to save her daughter. Then after some bad CGI, she throws herself into a baptismal font of holy water and when submerged, she hears the voice of her mother and all strong independent women from beyond the grave speaking to her telling her to let go of her pain let go of the trauma i believe
0: they were saying i am um, i am the force or i am the force i am the force no it was
2: captain marvel who joined the fight and
0: i believe you at one point these... someone said i believe well, at some, one point somebody said i am Spartacus.'" Uh,
1: and and then she hulk tears through the screen to demand a different <laughs> ending
0: damn it, i messed up the joke it's i am all the jedi
1: you did <laughs> That's okay. No one right. that movie sucks. No one cares.
0: True. Nobody's seen it, so sure We've all
1: blocked it from our collective memory, and we're all better off. Yeah. She releases her trauma. The holy water boils. She's pulled out. She's fine. <laughs> uh, the ten-year-old girl goes back with her adopted family and returns. Hey, listen, not to for a- nothing,
0: but there's a there's, there's a lifestyle party house in uh, in here in central florida where you can get boiled in holy water all you want and i i tend to i like to do it on a saturday night i like to go to this party house and i like to boil myself in the holy water
2: that that doesn't surprise me that that's probably what you actually do on a saturday night it would not sure. surprise me if it's me I and other
0: pictures. naked lifestyle people like to boil ourselves in holy water and get okay. clean
2: okay with with your, with
0: your cauliflower okay <laughs> my pickle my pickle
1: there is nothing worse than the smell of boiling cauliflower Oh my god! <laughs> Nothing worse than this. Have you ever smelled Where's, cooking cauliflower?
0: I'm really sad that I interrupted your brilliant plot synopsis for my stupid <laughs> joke, only for it to continue to go in that direction. You started us
1: down this course when I we skipped really, off the I, did, show. So I
0: hoisted by my own petard.
1: Is it with your own petard? Uh, I you no. Know, I, 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 I ask because I genuinely can't remember if it's with or by. Hoisted by my know.
0: own petard.
2: I sure. haven't seen the, I haven't seen Picard, so
1: you're better <laughs> off. Moving on. Oh my God. Guys. So now, <laughs> but now that the now that this ten year
0: old girl has been saved, this is like and- 2015 level of not on point. By the way, we oh, yeah. we've, we've receded back to 2015. We were tight there for a while, man. We had it. We can. We knew how to do a review. We had our segments planned out. We had a flowing conversation. We are right back into me and Robert. My wife's asleep. My kids are babies, possibly falling off a couch, and we're just fucking rambling. Yep, <laughs> so, and I'm here for it.
1: Now that the, now that now that our brave heroine has accepted that she is in fact the Force, and has gotten over her her trauma and self actualized to the point where now everyone is forced to acknowledge her presence and that she is woman. Hear her roar! Uh, they give her a study fellowship at the Vatican to go study exorcisms, and she is warned by the nice priest to be careful because now that she knows the devil the devil knows her and then as she is leaving in a taxi to go get on the jet plane she's accosted by a couple of possessed people and we smash cut to on
0: a jet plane don't, don't know when I'll, when I'll be back, be back again. again
2: leaving
0: mm-hmm. on a jet plane we're gonna do it in the round or are we gonna like sync up what are we doing here
1: oh this is who you got to save the planet
0: <laughs> Kiss me and smile for me. Tell me that you'll wait I for almost, me. I almost never
1: get to reference that movie in any sort of like
0: <laughs> organic context. I feel kind of good about that. Hold me, Jason, like you'll never let me go. Always Cause, more. Because Robert's leaving on a to. jet plane. <laughs> we don't know when he'll be back again. Leaving. All right. Bruh. who are you? Well, <laughs> okay. What did you, you think of this shit movie?
2: I, I was intrigued for 70 minutes. Um then it cratered for me. Um I, I just I thought I had really high hopes uh when I seen the trailer and everything. So I was really excited because it looked like they had maybe broke the mold of making a good exorcism movie. <laughs> Uh, since you know, like I said, the previously mentioned uh, Emily Rose, that was probably the last one that I've seen worth a damn. Um, and then I, I started watching this, and it was like me and three other people, two of those people got up and left. Um, I'm pretty sure to ask for a refund. Um, and it, it went off the rails as bad as this podcast has. Um, but I think they missed a lot of the, the tone that they could have went with. Um, and like Robert was saying earlier, uh, it had a lot of jump scares. With the exorcism movies, you don't want to have like a plethora of jump scares. You want to build that tension to a really big reveal and a jump scare, not have ri- rapid-fire jump scares. Because it takes a lot of the tone and ambience out of the movie just like it did with this.
0: Okay. Um, I think for me, this is going to be a really short craft review. Um, <laughs> yeah. The movie is kind it of stinks. bland. <laughs> 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 um, it's, the movie is just very bland. Um, there's a see, My problem is and I'll go back to the reference I made to, to Ghostbusters 2016. They made that movie, and it was about two things. It was about the equipment and it was about girls get it done. And I feel like for this movie, this was about girls get it done and exorcisms. This this wasn't really about much of anything else. It was, well, we want to do exorcisms. Exorcisms are cool, so we'll have you know, so we'll have a few in the movie. And it's one of the things I kind of hate about modern modern film right now is the over reliance on an action sequence where everything gets drawn out. There are no yeah. there are no obvious conclusions to anything. So there's a couple of the like so the, the the one at the very end where she where Jacqueline Byers gets possessed so that she can draw the demon out of the child. It, it goes on forever,
2: really. And does. it's funny.
0: This whole movie clocks in at oh my god, even get the time. It's like one thirty,
1: an hour and thirty-two, hour and thirty-three.
0: Yeah, it's like like super short, and but it does so, not feel that way. And so much of it is just them drawing out the exorcism scenes. The one in the bedroom, which is probably the high point of the movie, easily the best scene in the movie in terms of like action, goes on forever. And it's like a, and it's so funny because like the poster is of the, the hair going into the mouth. You can tell that this movie started with that idea. They had this idea of the demon um, possessing this girl and the hair going into the mouth and kind of wrote a movie from that, like out of that sequence. Because everything else about this movie is everything leading up to that and everything that follows is, well, we don't have a conclusion. Like, So we need to write one. We need to figure it out. Um, there's, I think, an interesting idea here about <clears throat> a woman's place in the Catholic Church this movie's too stupid to make that arg this movie's too stupid to have that conversation. It you know, it, it it's it's kind of like the you know, the f- first year college freshman who's yelling and screaming in class about this or that thing that they believe in. And it's like, okay, you're not you're just who, yelling at this point. You're not really making who obje- any sim- who
1: objects to the who objects to the professor using gendered language when addressing the group.
0: Yeah, I wasn't even really that specific with it, but basically it, it's I heard someone
1: of, I heard someone do that like not a joke. Like I, mm-hmm. I thought it was satire. I thought, mm-hmm. I, like, I genuinely thought this clip that I that I saw was like, this is a joke, right? Like somebody's poking fun at these people. No,
0: no, no. It's, I went to school with them. I, I I remember. I have a master's degree in social work, so quite a, I, quite a lot of that.
1: I imagine. That a, yeah, you know a lot of the crazies.
0: Yeah, I, I went to school in the early two. I went to grad school in the early two thousands. Um, my point. So it being, wasn't that bad, but it was. It, yeah, it was definitely there was a canary in the coal at the time. My point is, this movie is not smart enough to have a deep and meaningful conversation about women in the Catholic Church and what their position yeah. is. And are some of the, the there's a debate to be had about are some of the ways in which women are treated in the Catholic Church outdated? I think it's a great conversation to have. This is, this movie isn't trying to have that conversation. It's just yelling and screaming. Why don't we let women do exorcisms? Why don't we let them do more? And then it's overly reliant on said exorcisms in the movie to uh, to engage the audience. But the scene, but outside of the one scene uh, with the girl, which also goes too long, but at least looks the coolest. There's nothing really engaging about them. Like that final scene is just short and green and shot in green and blacks. Like the color palette looks like a fucking death metal album. There's not you know, a good it, one. No, it, it's really washed out. Um, it, it's hard to follow at times because of it. And then as far as the acting goes, I mean Ben Cross, uh, God rest his soul, is a, is a game actor. I don't know what the hell else Jacqueline Byers has been in. Um, Give it a look. Yeah, I'm looking now. Oh, great. perfect. Okay, re- ready? Uh, 2019, you, she plays Brittany and You Are Here. She's Riley Seabrook in Bad Samaritan, Cara Cook in Ordinary Days, Katie in Full Out, and her first feature film was something called Blizzard, where she's the skating girl. On television, she was in one episode of Digstown, um, she's on the show Salvation. <laughs> she's in seven episodes of Roadies. She's in one episode of Timeless, Ascension, and The Strain, one episode. Okay, so, so
1: she, God bless her. She's trying. She's trying to break tight. Uh,
0: so this is a Lionsgate film, and the li, li, it's only a matter of time before Lionsgate gets bought, because they can't – like, this. this clearly was, you know – a a small budget film that they were hoping was going to hit big like a lot of horror does you make it for a dime it sells for a hundred dollars you've made a ridiculous profit it's right it's the blair Blair witch uh model yeah and so they have almost a no-name actress they have a a director with, with a limited resume. They have one name act, one big name actor in Ben Cross, because nobody knows who the rest of these people are, except for maybe Virginia Madsen. And they're hoping that this exorcism movie that they put out around Halloween, because it came out Halloween weekend, draws enough of a crowd. This thing bombed, by the way. We'll get to that in a second. But shock of no nobody... <laughs> um, My point being in terms of craft, why I brought all that up is. Nobody, although Ben Cross is trying, nobody is really strong enough or gives an engaging enough performance to elevate it. The script itself is is is, as I've said, it's so dumb, leaves a lot to be desired. And then so all that you've got left are the visuals, and and the visuals are not particularly engaging either. Robert, nope.
1: Um, Look again the this is, Also, this is, is
0: poorly paced. Hang on, this was poor. This was poorly. I fell asleep in the first act. I had really woke. I was with my friend, and she was, and I, and I no, I not at all because I up, I was up late the night before, and I, I woke up and I looked at her, I'm like fuck. What I missed? She was like, absolutely nothing. You've been out for twenty minutes. I woke up in act two, and she was like, you're good. You missed nothing.
1: Yeah, there's the pacing is not great. If you want to tell a story about like atavastic horror, you know the you can. This ain't it. If you want to tell a story about uh, again like the nature of evil and man's relationship to it, you can. This ain't it. <laughs> and, you know, um like you mentioned, if you want to talk about you know what is a woman's place in a in the Catholic Church, there's a discussion to be had in there somewhere, probably. This ain't it. (laughs) You want something that's, you know, atmospherically tense, you can do that. This ain't it. You want something that actually kind of sticks with you after you leave the theater, this ain't it. There's nothing here. Yeah. There's just nothing to this movie. It's written by, it feels like a freshman writing project.
0: I don't know why they didn't shop this to a streamer. yeah. Yeah. There is a... So, real quickly, and I probably should have saved this for the money, but we'll throw it into the crowd. There's an equation that goes, that's kind of like what they talk about in Fight Club, where if the amount that you'll pay out in lawsuits and settlements is less than a recall and fixing of the car, they'll just not fix the car and, you know, settle up when they need to after enough people have died. There's something very similar with film right now where... They have to do an equation to figure out, do we take... Sony goes through a lot of this because they don't have a dedicated (laughs) streamer like Universal has Peacock, Um, Warner Brothers has HBO Max currently, and then Disney has Disney+. Plus. Sony doesn't have a dedicated streamer, so they tend to sell a lot of stuff to Netflix or whoever. Um, But there's, as I said, there's an equation of, do we take an upfront fee for this product that we have, this film... Or do we put it in theaters and take the chance that it might blow up and make money? Lionsgate had this was made. I can't find the budget anywhere, but I guarantee you this thing was not made from freaking Marvel money. This no. this thing this thing was probably not made for very much at all, and it's only made about seven million dollars, which again we'll talk about in a minute. But they had to have they've had to have done the calculus of well this thing will probably do okay. It's we made it for a small enough amount of money I mean, that it'll, hit, well, it'll, hit, I, around, I, it'll I, hit it'll hit big around it'll hit big and I, we, we don't want to take upfront money from say just as an example from say Netflix or Amazon because this might make more money if we just release it in theaters because there's a lot of that going on right now the pattern this, this pendulum started swinging the other way of hey there's people are going back to the theaters there's money to be had don't settle for the upfront fee that streamers will give you um take your chances in the theaters they they threw the dice on this one and fucking came up craps.
1: I imagine the high end of this thing's budget was 25 million. Right. Like this have this was know.
2: velocipastor butt budget. It's not
1: again, quite like that bad, dude. Again, like the highest end this thing would have been was less than 30, right? You can agree on that. Less um, than 30 million for this thing.
2: I, I feel 30's genius. Genuine. Again, Very less generous. than thirty. Yeah, generous.
1: So we're probably so we're I imagine somewhere between 10 and 30. Like again there's a lot of room there but somewhere in that range is probably the budget for this movie. Mhm. So you're going to need to make 20 to 60. And I I'm with you. I imagine there was a thought like okay, we can do 70 million. Yeah, you know, we can and uh, whoever made that call should be fired. That was a bad call, <laughs> and it should have been readily apparent what a bad call that was going to be. Uh, yeah, this thing, this thing should have been sold to again, like you said, to a streaming service. Um, again, the the script is not good. It's it's freshman level writing. It's it's very obvious setup and payoff, and I don't like not even in an interesting way. Um, I don't mind being able to see the setup and then. Intuit the payoff, that's something we as audience members are conditioned to do, so we should be able to do it. When it's this obvious and it carries this little consequence and effect, it's not good. It's not good. Um, When a lot of your scares are somewhat predicated on either cheap jump scares, which you get a lot of, or, hey, remember that thing where the person's mouth opens wider than it should? Isn't that still scary? No, it's not. It's just not sorry hey how about this scene where someone you know folds themselves in half backwards and then slowly comes up that's scary right no it's not not when it's that obviously CGI'd sorry it's not deal with it well what about our what about underlying message our underlying premise and message mark about overcoming trauma and you being good enough and all you have to do is let Go of all the bad things that have happened to you. Won't people re- won't that resonate with people? No, no, it won't. Like everything about this movie is amiss. I can't praise the acting. It's all it's all acceptable, but it's like barely passingly acceptable. I can't praise the score. It's not a good score. I can't <laughs> praise the cinematography. I can't praise. Anything about this movie? I can't find one genuinely good thing about it to say, and that that almost deserves recognition for how hard it is to do that. Like, imagine the levels of failure where everything about your movie sucks. It's it's just not easy to do. So I give the like I give you credit for that, I suppose. But other than that, uh-uh. uh, you got nothing.
0: So I found the budget. It's 20 to 30 crore. C O C R O R R -R C R O R E. C. What's the. um,
1: Okay. So what country is that? What's the currency of that?
0: Okay. um, I believe it's Indian. C O. Okay. So. I don't think they use that. Okay. Okay. A crore denotes 10 million and is equal to 100 lock in the Indian numbering system. Okay. So 20 to 30 crore yes so
1: That's well if the all you look hang on if all you're looking at is the word crore then that would be 20 to 30 million
0: okay if you lo- it, it's about if... what you guess isn't it? it was about 20 to 30 million for this thing
2: i said 30 it would be the high end
0: yeah all right so between 20 and 30 let's just go 20.6 there, there you
2: go 20.6 okay i've done the math cool so Again, about kind of what we where we landed at right. there.
0: Yeah. It's... Oh, because so I'm on a fucking Hindu site. That's why. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: that that would gonna, explain it. Mm-hmm.
1: The Hindu, the Hindu stand times over
0: there. <laughs> Close. <laughs> All right. So again, about 20 to 30 million for this thing, and it's fucking made seven. Yikes.
2: Yeah. This, this, a A bridge box office.
1: It's not going to do well, and uh, it. I don't like watching bad movies. I don't like saying bad things about movies. But again, I can't come up with anything good to say about this one.
0: All right. So then let's not beat this to death. Let's move on. We've already started talking about it. Let's go ahead and move on to the money. We're in the money. We're in the
2: money.
0: All right. Um, Well, we've, we've just talked about it. Uh, we'll go with the high end of 30 million it's made 10 million um and it's uh and while there's no competition this particular week um a lot of a lot of stuff that's out that's worth watching is all going to be on streaming i think like i want to say um maybe like weird at the weird al movie on like the roku channel is like one of the more popular things that's out this weekend oh is that I'm the
1: a, is that the weird al biopic starring daniel Radcliffe? yeah
0: yeah that's the one that's on the <laughs> Roku channel. Nice. yeah uh, like not a whole. so you know this will be like the third week i think black adam is probably number one anyway it, it's it ain't gonna be it ain't gonna be it, the devil
1: it might but boy did that thing crash hard
2: yeah
0: yeah um yeah i might end up losing that bet with bailey I, i'm not, i'm now adjusting my predictions to say that it's probably not gonna It's it'll probably die in the 500 millions and i'm gonna have to do whatever stupid thing he wants me to do it's really upsetting that's what happens um, when, this is what happens when you bet optimistically mark all right black adam retained its uh, number one spot in the box office for a second week in a row ticket to paradise maintained its second spot and pray for the devil i mean <laughs> 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 debut at number th- number three i mean we're like it, it's not doing well critically we didn't like it, it you know budget wise it didn't do well uh, gross. And then, you know, and then it's not even the number one movie of its of its initial weekend. It's just this thing. Whatever. Buy a win.
1: Whatever streaming service does wind up acquiring this. They're not going to pay as much as they would have before it got released. So you're no. not you're 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 losing this one. You're losing
2: it for y- bad. Y- you might get yeah. like a bag of chips and a cold, a flat, <laughs> uh, warm, flat soda.
0: Exactly. Smile dropped from three to four. Halloween ends four to five. Uh, tail, which got released in a bunch more theaters jump from 13 to 6. Lyle, Lyle Crocodile fell from 5 default. to 7. Terrifier 2, which actually made, like, was was actually really, like, made for your shoestring yeah. budget and actually made money. Uh, jump from 7 to 8. The Woman King. Go it's ahead, Robin. I know you want just, to. Which is <laughs> a terrible piece of ahistorical nonsense. Fell from 6 to 8. Tart, jump from 12 to 10. The Coldplay movie uh, debuted at 11. You know uh, what? <laughs> I want to kick everyone involved in the release
1: of that really hard in the groin. Like Coldplay, Coldplay? sucks. Coldplay yeah.
2: sucks. Uh, don't let Amber hear you say it. That's her I favorite. Don't, I
1: don't care. Coldplay sucks.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, Call Jane. Remember when they uh, did the Super Bowl
2: halftime show
1: and everyone universally dumped on it?
0: I <laughs> try not to. Armageddon Jeez. Time, I'm which is in limited release, Debut at 24. Please, baby, please, number 30. The runner at 36. And that's it. All right. Worldwide. Let's see where we are. Nothing um, has changed. Nothing has changed. The, uh, top Gun, Jurassic World, Dr. Strange, Minions, The Batman, Thor, Watergate, Bridge, Fantastic Beasts, Sonic, Uncharted. Elvis has climbed to number 11 with 286, and Black Adam sitting comfortably at number 12 at 252 million. You know, that thing might
1: struggle to hit 500 million. just going to throw it out there.
0: Yeah, well, right now it needs to get more than 400 million to even get in the top 10. Yeah. Um, here are I mean, all the it'll, movies currently. Beat Elvis. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um here are all the movies currently doing better than Morbius. I'm really gonna be sad next year when I have to retire that joke. Um, you don't have to
1: retire. Just remember how much Morbius made, and then we can still make jokes about things doing better I than feel watched like, that the
0: other day. I feel like when we get to 2023, I need to quit making fun of Morbius. It, it got its years worth of jokes out of me.
1: Okay, so give it a give it a full 12 months, not just the year of
0: 2022. Fine. Um just because it'll make you happy to continue doing it. <laughs> the Bad Guys, Bullet Train, Lightyear, Too Cool to Kill, Nice View, DC L- League of Super Pets, The Lost City, Smile. Nope, yeah. all doing better than Morbius. Here's the movies that couldn't even beat Morbius The Black Phone, Scream, Death on the Nile, with a Crawdad saying One Piece, Ticket to Paradise, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and The Roundup. All right. Some of those I actually liked. So this Some of those weekend. Those
1: perfectly fine films. Yeah.
0: This weekend coming up, um, Armageddon time goes into wide release. Uh, One Piece uh, Red will be in limited release. And then we've got some other limited films here. And that's about it. So, yeah, not a whole. As we said, when we talked about Black Adam, not a lot of competition. Um, Black Adam pretty much had three weeks to make all the money it was going to make before its next major competitor, which is on November 11th. And it's Wakanda forever. So that's where we A are right two now. Two
1: hour and forty minute runtime for that piece of crap.
0: On November eighteenth, um, we've got the oh the menu is only going to be in limited release. Yikes. Um, we've got in wide release. Thirteen Lives. We've got the menu. I hope we're able to all see hey, it because hey, for, hey, for yeah. the record,
1: if you haven't seen Thirteen Lives, I believe it's on Amazon Prime.
0: Okay. Really well, good. right now we have the menu scheduled. But I'm hoping that doesn't screw Robert, and he's actually able to find it somewhere because that's what we. Because ha- if I didn't realize it was going to be a limited release,
1: I'll have a. I'll have a look around again. I will okay. drive. I'm not going. That's my limit on this. My limit is 20 minutes, any direction. <laughs> okay. But hang on, well, hang on, my the reason that's my limit mm-hmm. is because of where I'm located geographically. If I have to go further than that, it's 40 minutes minimum. Right, well, to here's to the
0: deal. LA. If you can't, right now, um. I have on the 18th yeah right now for that weekend the only other thing that's in wide release is she said which i had on there originally but you know i got overruled and alexa said she wanted to do the menu and i figured you'd prefer the menu than to she said but we're going back to she said if we can't all see the menu in time I will, well
1: i'll see what i can do about finding it I might um not be, i might not be able to find it
2: look, again the twi- like my
1: rule is i'm not driving to salt lake city I'm about an hour away from Salt Lake City. My problem is if it's not within my 20 minute sphere, I've Mm got to go to Salt Lake. And that's another 20 minute minimum drive to get to a location that would theoretically have it. And I'm not making, I'm not driving 100 miles for this. Sorry.
0: Then we're going to do she said if that's the case. Do we just need to all communicate with each other? Or oh, we're not doing a show that week. I don't know what to tell you. You are, you <laughs> um, are
1: welcome to talk about She Said. <laughs>
0: uh, the, the Thanksgiving release from Disney's Strange World, which Chris Bailey has said will probably bomb. Um, uh, seems-
1: bomb will be a bit strong, but it's going to underperform, I think.
0: Yeah. Then we're into December. We got Violent Night, which we'll be reviewing. That's December 2nd. <laughs> oh, I saw
1: the trailer for that in front of this
2: movie tonight. Yeah. Heck yeah. Did, did anybody else up. have like a a very weird um, plethora of trailers watching Pray for the Devil? Because like I had uh, I had Violent Night, a Tom Hanks comedy, and then and like and and a cartoon, and I was really really concerned because the, the <laughs> am last I in the right one, movie? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because the last one. Because I used to be a theater projectionist, and the last mo- the attached trailer is usually something, you know, in the same genre, in the same vein. I had an animated movie right before this. I was mm-hmm. concerned. I went out and checked the placard just to make sure that I was in the right movie, because it went violent night, a man named Otto, and an animated movie, and oh. I was really concerned.
0: I, I have. A backup plan we don't have to do she said i can move we can move something around if if we can't all get to the menu we'll do the netflix movie with jason momoa slumberland that's based on the comic book okay comic strip i should say little nemo all right so the (laughs) backup so
1: how did it take us this long to get another little nemo movie
0: no not that little nemo little nemo in slumberland that's what Windsor I meant.
2: The, yeah the okay. the Nintendo game.
1: <laughs> okay. No, there was no no. There, there's a there was an animated movie based on Nemo and Slumberland. That, gotcha. um, like it was 80s something I want to say 80s or
0: 90s. All right. So are we in agreement there? If we if we can't all get to the menu, then I'll I'll bump Slumberland into its into its place.
2: 89, Robert.
0: Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, we're good there. Yeah, there was one. Because I've seen that movie, I should like it.
2: And and it's and it's labeled racist.
0: Great. All right, folks. (laughs) Here we go with a very abbreviated. We got 15
2: minutes. We got we got 15 minutes. We can. We have
0: 10. It's going to take us five minutes just to do plugs and jerking each other off. Are you ready? No, I said. Please, no, 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 no. All righty. Well, you know,
1: you know what we need to do for Mark? I've, I've, I think I figured out what we need to do for Mark.
0: What do you need What's to do right. for Mark?
1: We need to find, we need to find like your favorite porn stars only fans, how much that that particular group charges to do dick rates, <laughs> and then fund yours.
2: Perfect. It's like, uh, I would five bucks, to that. Not that I would know. Not that I would know. It's only like five bucks.
0: I mean, does he have to be a porn star? Can it just be an OnlyFans girl I happen to like? I mean, no.
1: This has to be someone with <laughs> this has to be someone with name recognition.
2: We right. do we need credibility? Well, I mean, some of these OnlyFans people are are pretty recognizable, at least with their face down, ass up.
0: Sure. Pray for the Devil has a 21% tomato meter rating re- and a 67% audience score. I am shocked at the audience score being that I'm, high. So am I. And boy, is this... An, I know... like, Look, I, we kind of have different takes depending on how these line up. You know, when it's high critics and low audience, it's like, look, it was made for the hoidiest of the toity. When it's... You know, when it's... Everyone hates it, it's like, oh, see, they really struck out. When it's like this, my inclination to go, this is why we can't have nice things. Because Is going to
2: be one of the one of the times we actually agree with the critics
1: more often than, yeah probably look look. Mm. here's my hunch about the audience reaction to this one a lot of them are like oh the jump scares were effective and two a lot of them are just giving it a pass on a pass fail grade mm-hmm. but it's not a high pass
0: <laughs> like all right let's see let's find a good one here a lot of splats Thomas Ernst of Original Sin, with a C. Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? Original Sin? Cinema? Do you get it? Oh, God. Move on. <laughs> pray, for, <laughs> pray for the devil's tactics might be cheap, but they worked on me. That just works well,
2: you cheap, buddy. You're <laughs> a fucking idiot. That yeah. probably licks windows. So.
0: Robert Winfrey's I hadn't favorite. Heard, inter-
1: I had heard window liquor as an insult in a long time. <laughs> Thank you for that. Robert no Winfrey's problem.
0: favorite entertainment periodical variety, of which Dennis Harvey writes, top critic. Uh,
1: okay, that is not my favorite anything. For the record, would not even
0: use it as toilet paper. Even if I fall short of being particularly memorable or scary, this is a decently entertaining possession potboiler. boiler.
1: Okay. So, if it falls short of being especially memorable or especially scary, the two things that it's supposed to be doing, you're still giving it a pass. Oh Why?
2: My God. Oh, my God. I just read ahead and <laughs> I think I got an aneurysm.
0: Hope Maddened of Mad Wolf. With yeah, QD. here we go. But he knows Robert Winfrey. That nothing takes down a Catholic girl faster than a lifetime of guilt and shame.
1: It's an unbearably cheap shot. Also, can we just acknowledge for one second here that the actress in question is like maybe thirty? Yeah, I mean she, she's she's kind she's kinda hot,
2: but I mean
1: uh, this is this is only a comment on life uh, experience relative to what they're trying to say about the character. Like I mean, she's a young woman. You know, she's not old. She's not even middle-aged by any reasonable metric. No. All right. I mean, was... this movie was not even screened for critics. Is kind of the vibe I'm getting out of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, Lionsgate. If you go back through their history, they've put out some pretty decent films. This one, put out like, some
1: very good movies.
0: This one feels like they left the interns in control and everyone just fucking like went and played golf. They're like, like at this point, like I feel if I if I did some research, I feel like there's. They're trying to figure out how to get bought at this point. And like, it's kind of like when my cousin was, you know, was the last guy working at his firm, like he still had to do IT, but everybody else had gone. And so he would just walk into an empty office every day and like protect the computers. I feel like that's what's happened to Lionsgate. They're just like, we're just killing time until either that's, Amazon or well, Netflix. Hang on, for buys the record,
1: us. that's Sony. Sony's the one actively doing that. Lionsgate, I think it's more likely that Lionsgate was like, okay. It's um, That's a good reference here for this. It's Big Wheel of Cheese Day, so interns, <laughs> pick something.
2: I think Lionsgate <laughs> is still trying to figure out how they're going to put out another Saw
0: They are next year. I know.
1: Um, that, that and they're going to start desperately buying up all the young adult novels and trying to recreate the Hunger Games.
0: Also getting a sequel to- next year.
1: You know what? I almost hesitate to put this out into the ether. But why have there? Why is there not a prequel to the Hunger
2: Games?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what this is. The, the battle there snakes. There's that might be that might be what what that, that is, is. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's
2: the that's the prequel.
0: Okay, okay, well that's coming out next year. It's on the schedule. Yeah.
1: It, it All right, took folks. them a real long time to get to the very obvious thing that everyone else is already doing.
0: Yeah. All right, folks. Well, that is our belabored review. <laughs> I was like, we're, we're, we're done in 90 minutes. We're just over an hour. So I uh, yeah. No, we've, we've got we've
2: got we've got. Nine Jason, minutes to
0: thank you to, for to shoot the re- shit. nope, we don't thank you for joining us here in our review of Pray for the Devil or one of our shorter reviews of late. I'm proud of us, Jason Teasley. Go oh, ahead you- and plug <laughs> the mosaic, you proud of us in this show? You know, if you took the amount of time spent talking about the movie and weighted up against the history of exorcisms, um, gross sex jokes, <laughs> and just other oddities. I honestly think we spent the least amount of time talking about this movie than anything else we've ever done.
1: In all probability, you are correct.
0: (laughs) Jason, plug your football podcast.
2: Okay, hold on. So, you can find me. I'm trying to drag this out. Eight minutes. Uh, Over on (laughs) Mosaic Media MC on all platforms. Such as Jason's talking
1: like those recordings. Get on with it! Yes, get on with it!
0: (laughs) Such as
1: old one nine hundred number. Such
2: as TikTok. (laughs) low (laughs) Loki. Such as TikTok, Instagram.
0: Keep fucking with me. I, I, I tried back. to
2: get my plugs in, but you're just dragging and, it out at, at this keep, point. Mark, you you're the up. one
1: perpetuating it.
2: <laughs> yeah. You keep it up. I'm going to go Jesse, Lev, uh, Jesse starts level of fucking plugs and we'll be here well past 11 o'clock, but you can find me on mosaic media, MC, uh, tick Instagram, all of your favorite podcasting things. Um, <laughs> platforms How's the word I was looking for. Um, facebook uh you can find me on twitter you can see my handle there mosaic east coast um and i will pass it over back to mark to annoy me with more things in so robert you have (laughs) seven minutes no he doesn't to pull this Um, out as long as possible i want to say hi to my family my friends (laughs) Pimp the after party. Pimp the after party. <laughs>
0: okay, that's <enough> of you. <laughs> um
2: <laughs> and all the all the all the people oh, that off. helped me get here.
0: <laughs> you gonna behave? You gonna be good?
2: And I like to thank God.
0: That's <laughs> so, enough of that. Okay.
1: Hold uh, on jason keep talking uninterrupted he's gonna bring you back in I and
2: want and you know i'd like to thank melissa for letting mark have me on the show my wife amber for allowing me to be on my show uh,
1: it was all me james Always been me,
2: you know. I can unmute this and speak over pain. whatever you're playing. I'd like to thank the Academy for the awards that they've bestowed upon me. And now I'm up at
1: News Newsflash. I'd
2: like to thank Alexis for you know joining us on a podcast previously, uh, where we uh, reviewed Netflix, uh, uh being the true friend that he is, and being the best Roddy Piper impersonation. Uh, hello to Jesse Starcher.
0: Um... I can't with you anymore. I'm done. <laughs> so anyway, tomorrow, uh, we've got a lot. Ronnie Adams will be on to do a long road to ruin for the Clerks trilogy. Clerks 3 just is, was just in theaters. I actually went to a Q&A. Uh, they're touring that around the country. Ronnie did the Q&A last night, I believe. So we're going to talk Clerks 1, 2, and 3 tomorrow night. On Thursday, it's a double shot. Uh, I'll have a friend back on who hasn't been on in years. We did the the Cooked series by Michael Pollan from Netflix. She's going to be on to another Michael Pollan series where he's discussing uh, psychedelics in mental health treatment called How to Change Your Mind. And then it is the 34th anniversary of the movie They Live. Pat and I planned this a year ago. So we're going to talk about it Thursday night. Um, Great film. This,
1: Maybe yes. John Carpenter's best.
0: This weekend, as we prepare for the release of Black Panther, is a re-airing of uh, our Avengers: Age of Ultron review. <laughs> Jesse, Starcher- <laughs> Jesse Starcher has uh, Rise of the Black Panther on Sunday, and then Monday night, uh, Alexis Hana will be doing a review of House of the Dragon, which is getting rave reviews. Um, and then a week from tonight, we are taking a break from uh, doing movies and we will be doing live election coverage. We haven't done that in a very long time.
1: Two, um, uh,
0: two years. Yeah. I, well, I wasn't on the one two years ago because my jaw was in too much pain and I couldn't get Streamyard. stream yard. Uh, I'm not sure yeah. It could work Yeah. That, that was, that was
1: an awkward one that didn't yeah. work. So yeah, Andrew and I did that two years ago,
0: but you and I, the last time you and I did one was the, um, 2020. was the, yeah, the 2020 election, um and then i think we did No, it- sorry 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 um 2020 it was, was
1: it's 16. because we didn't yeah. do 18 but yeah 16.
0: yeah we did we did the one where trump won and, they, look, and we they- did
1: the one where we were willing to call the election like an hour before anyone else actually had the balls to do <laughs> and so. they
0: and, like wolf blitzer was like screaming at people well we're not other networks and like wouldn't call anything we won't that was so good i
1: i don't want to you could see the collective i don't want to live on this planet anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. When that we we were live calling the Trump election, and while yeah. we didn't really have a dog in the hunt, um
1: <laughs> we, Dude, we was, were having a fun time the watching
0: the rest of the fucking medium have a meltdown about it.
1: That was the night when you could just see it all. You could see all of them. Like yeah. they all started they all just flagrantly told on themselves. Yeah. It was hilarious. It was
0: um, all right, and then he aforementioned Jason Teasley currently giving his, his Oscar speech. He and I will be doing Death Proof, Hobo with a Shotgun, and Planet Terror as a triple feature. And then uh, Alexis Haina will be doing another TV party, this time for Cabinet of Curiosities. So that's very much is, enjoying
1: that show so far.
0: That is everything between tomorrow and next Thursday. Go ahead, Robert. Take me home, baby doll.
1: Well, I can drop you on a corner. That's as far as I'm willing to go. Uh, You can find me covering professional wrestling a few nights a week over at 411mania.com. I actually did, um, I got roped into covering WWE Monday Night Raw on Halloween evening because I have no life. (laughs) Seriously, I answered the door in like my regular clothes and when anyone over the age of 10 asked me what I was wearing, I told them I'm their future. Sad, lonely, depressed, and alone with nothing better to do on a holiday evening.
0: And I'm sure given the nature of children's uh, thinking, no one got what you were saying, which is like, we have candy now. I'd like to think it, sits, it sat in their head and then like, you know, today or something that
1: it'll really start to eat at them. Like that, That's my thought <laughs> process there. Like, not right away. Like, right away, it's like, yeah, whatever. And then, you know, sometime later, like, man, my hairline could be going. <laughs> and I won't have any friends. And it, yeah, that, that's my thought. Like, I, I, again, long play. It's a long con, but I think it'll work. Um, so I covered w- I covered Monday Night Raw. I covered AEW's Dark Elevation. After that, um, MLW will be releasing stuff again soon when they start. We'll be covering that on Thursdays. WWE SmackDown on Friday this week. Um, it's a pre-recorded show because it would be very unfair to ask wrestlers to start in uh, to do a evening show in the United States or what have you on a Friday evening and then fly to Saudi Arabia for a Saturday show evening in Saudi Arabia. So it just doesn't work. Uh, Main event this week will be Gunther killing poor Rey Mysterio. Look forward to that one. Apparently, it was a great match. Like every, uh, because I know the spoilers. So there was that. Uh, So look forward to all of that. I cover a mixed martial arts action on Saturdays. Last Saturday's card mostly sucked, this coming Saturday's card is mostly crap but I will be covering them either way. So give those a look in the MMA zone of 411mania.com. I also host the 411 Ground and Pound MMA podcast. Uh, Sunday evenings, I record that. So if you're interested in the wide, wacky, wonderful world of mixed martial arts, uh, I'm happy to be your guide through that. Give that a listen wherever you're listening to this, and you can find me over there talking mixed martial arts. That's it for me. We will be back here next week in some form or fashion. So thank you very much, Mark, as always.
0: All right, everyone, thank you for joining us here. If you just tuned if you turned in just for the plugs, that might have been the most entertaining part of the show tonight. Uh well in two weeks, uh, the next DMU Hollywood will be Black Panther Wakanda forever. I promise you it'll be much more entertaining and probably well, the full two hours. Well, this, our show will be entertaining. I can't speak for Black Panther. Well All right. until then, for Jason Teasley, who's still in the comments putting up comments. He's doing uh, the countdown. Um, the New Year's Eve ball has just dropped. Oh, okay. So real quick, he's proven, I said that if we weren't done by 10.30, that I was going to, that I was going to start doing things with my wife on camera, except that it's 10.30 now we're ending. So good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us here at Sunday Night Live. Good night.